This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What weird did you hear that? The theme song's different. The title's different. I have finally changed the name of this podcast ever so slightly to the name I go by now. When I started doing this podcast, I I did drag 24-7. Roz Dressfulness was my drag name. And over the past few years, I've just really come into my own and I don't really do drag as much anymore and so I think it's time to change the name to the name that more people know me as these days which is Roz Hernandez. I do want you to know that if you still call me Roz Dresvelez like that it's it's okay don't worry um it's just you know at one point in my life, it was the only name I ever went by. And now I'm just all about getting more real and authentic. And it's, it's more like a, I mean, it's a fake name. It's a, it's a nickname, I guess, at this point. And I prefer to be called Ross Hernandez, but, but it's fine. I mean, you've known me for these years as Ross Dresvelez. It's, don't, don't worry about it. It's not the same as if you were to dead name me. Uh, which, you know, calling me by my, the name I was born with, which I have, I have too many names. Okay. I got too many names. We're consolidating the names. I can't deal with all the names. And so that's that. But I will say there's going to be some other changes going along with all this. I'm real excited about it, and I hope you will be too. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But, you know, I've been doing this podcast for three and a half years, and I have talked about before that it is so hard to book a podcast, period. But then when you add that people have to have amazing ghost stories or some kind of paranormal insight that makes it so much harder. It is so hard. And somehow I'm, I'm very proud of myself. I've been able to pull it off. But as the time goes on, it's just, it's tough. So I'm going to be doing more episodes where people don't necessarily have ghost stories of their own. Not not at least, you know, these big show-stopping stories. 
I'm going to have on a lot more comedians and, um, you know, just fun people. You know, I've just, I've really, I've really painted myself in a corner. I, I've given you guys the goods and I believe I'm going to continue to give you the goods. It's just going to be slightly different goods. All right. I think that the, the standard that I have set for this show is that I have on public figures, famous people with amazing good stories of their own, or I have on paranormal professionals with all this great insight, or I have on listeners of the show with their fantastic stories. And so I, I'm going to do my best to slightly change the expectations because it will make my life easier and I think it will still be incredibly fun. Actually, I know it's really fun because I've recorded some of these types of episodes and I have been having a blast scream laughing uh, with some of my friends. I do plan to have on paranormal professionals still. I do plan on having quote-unquote traditional ghosted episodes but I just am planning to have more people that are funny and don't have ghost stories and when I say more I mean like I think most of the episodes to be honest hey it's always going to be a goal to have on people with their own stories and I'm always going to be on the lookout for those but there's just going to be more episodes where we don't get me wrong, we will stay on topic for the most part. We are going to be talking specifically paranormal and always EVPs, same podcast, same podcast. It's just, I ask that you please have an open mind and an open heart and you give it a chance and you are open to altering your expectations out of me in some ways it is kind of a new a new version of this podcast it's a format that I'm just going to be doing more frequently from here on out I think it's going to be less interviewee I think the way it always was was so dependent on the guests and what the guests bring in and I can't I can't always count on people to bring in stuff for my show. So I will be preparing stuff more. It will be more homework for me, but that's fine. I love it. I'm learning about all kinds of stuff. It's really fun for me, but it will take away some of the booking and trying to get people with ghost stories. There are so many lovely paranormal interview talk show type shows, and I do love to interview people, but I, I feel that my calling to the world of the paranormal has always been to find the fun in it and to find the humor in it. This podcast has technically always been a comedy podcast, but I think it's you know, it contains multitudes. I think there's all kinds of things you can get from this podcast, but I really want to lean into the comedy of it. Plus I can have on repeat guests, you know, like historically it's like, Oh, I already heard that person's stories. I can't ever have them back on. 
And I'm like, no, I want to have some of these fan favorites back on and we'll we'll talk and laugh and discuss other paranormal stuff. So I have recorded a few already. I love it. I think it's so fun. I anticipate that there might be some of you that don't like it. I would thank you so much for not leaving a bad review. I thank you for tuning in every week. I think you will like it. It's just if you're looking for amazing ghost stories, you might not always find it. However, I do want to read more ghost stories from you all. The listeners. So like always, you could you could just email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com or write it in a five-star review. I would love to read stories on the podcast, and then that way we can still get to hear real firsthand encounters in one way or another. But I also imagine, I mean, I'm going to be talking to comedians more. I can't always control what comes out of their mouths. Sometimes comedians tend to be cynical, um... Sometimes people tell me that they listen to this stuff with their kids. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know what I'm going to say when I'm around my funny friends. But just be warned. I think that some of, some of the vibes will be slightly different from time to time. But there will be traditional ghosted episodes. In fact, I have one that's coming out soon with Adam Barry from Kindred Spirits. So, I mean, I'm still going to be talking to to people that know this stuff and have the stories. And I think today's episode is actually a great example of the vibe of the kinds of shows that will be coming out soon on Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. I got to talk to Patton Oswalt and his wife, Meredith Salinger. They have a podcast called Did You Get My Text? And... They, we had so much fun on Patreon. I'm still going to do weekly episodes for the time being. So you can check those out. There's a link in the description of this episode. Okay, here we go. Here's my conversation with truly one of my favorite comedians of all time, Patton Oswalt and Meredith Salinger. On with the show. Oh, my God. Patton and Meredith, hello. How are you? Hello, hello. Good. Thanks for having us on the show. I'm so honored. Thank you guys for doing this. I'm a fan of both of you, and I am so curious to hear about your paranormal relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Our our relationship is so, it's more not normal than paranormal. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's so normal, it's freaky. That's how normal our relationship. I can't even... Even talking to oh my god! Sorry. I've heard, I've listened to your podcast, and I remember hearing an episode where you guys were talking about like you you haven't really had much going on in that world, but you want to. I am. Here's what I am. As far as the paranormal is concerned, I am like an Amish youth who's obsessed with sex and video games. I can't <laughs> because I've never encountered it, and and even though I want to encounter it, I have never had a paranormal experience, and I could not be more open to it. And everyone around me has had them. Everyone around me continues to have them. And I feel like either the ghosts are of are, are ghosting me, 
Huh? Come on, <laughs> good folks. One, good go. one. Good one. Or I do. Th- again, I don't know what the actual theory is, but everyone um, exists at different vibrational frequencies, and I think some people vibrate at a frequency in which they are um, open to the spirit world or other dimensions, and some people aren't. And I think I'm vibrant. I'm like that whale. You know that one whale whose song is so low, no other whales can hear it, and and he can't. So he I just feels like he's alone. This. It's really sad. Uh, number fifty. He's called number fifty-two, and he's oh. the this is a that, real whale. It's a real whale. Oh, and nobody no, can hear her sing. None, the other whales can't hear her because. <gasps> no. The, the vocal cords are at a, a frequency oh, where no. so no one responds so to her. So how to get into lip syncing. Okay, <laughs> she needs to watch some RuPaul's Whale Race, yeah. and she needs to learn how to whale. do some lip syncing. Whale Race. We can fix this for her. But yeah, but it's this lonely whale, and I am the lonely whale of the ghost world. Okay, I think it's very similar to dating. It's you can't <laughs> be too thirsty for it. You have to oh. play hard to get. Because let me tell you something. Before I started doing this podcast, ghosts couldn't get enough of me. Okay, really? spooks left and right. Everywhere I went, ghosts wanted some of this. Mm-hmm. Then I got a podcast where I start talking about them. <laughs> they disappear. It's like that thing with like comedians where it's like, oh, I don't want to date a comedian because they're gonna, I'm going to end up in their act. Like oh, I feel wow. like that's what it is. That's because these ghosts don't. They don't visit me now that I have a podcast. I, I literally picture a ghost. Going towards you like rattling chains, another one grabs shoulder and goes, like, "Dude, she has a podcast. <laughs> you don't want to no. be." On Just. I, I also think that perhaps it's how you perceive the world and what meaning you put onto things. So, for example, um, my grandpa passed away, and he had a, a tattoo of a butterfly on him. And when he passed away, I this one butterfly just kept coming around, and I was just like, "Grandpa." Like I, every yeah. time it felt like this and anytime I'm with my mom in her backyard and like a butterfly comes by, we're like, grandpa. <laughs> and so it's sort of like the meaning that you put on life. Like that's not a ghost, mm. but it feels like a sign of some kind. Right. And then I'll just tell you my others real quick, just since you asked. <laughs> but I grew up in Malibu and I lived on Point Doom. And so, so it sort of like juts out into the ocean kind of. And Wait, it's called Point Doom. Yeah, D-U-M-E, not D-O-O-M. Yeah, not D-O-O-M. Because I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, D- Spooky sounding. Yeah, not D-O-O-M, D-U-M-E. <laughs> and um, I remember being uh, alone, and I saw what looked like a flying saucer, a spaceship or a UFO, whatever it was. And I was, it really, really, really super did. And I call, nobody and how was, old were you? I think I was nine. Okay. And, um... I called my grandma because I wasn't, nobody was home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Grandma, I definitely, I saw a spaceship. I'm telling you right now, 100%. And she's like, well, maybe they're doing f- uh, flying exercises off of the coast of da-da-da. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a different kind of thing. Maybe the light hit it funny. But Grandma, I'm telling you, it's a spaceship. And I, for real, 100% believed I saw a UFO. Like, for real, looked like one of those UFO kind of things. You are far from the only person that has reported that in Malibu. Yeah. They love Malibu out there. Yes. I, I for real believe that I saw a UFO. And when it went by very quickly and it was very fast and fleeting and I was like, did I just see a UFO? Like you question yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the only other paranormal experience that I feel like I've experienced is um, I had these little tiny earrings and they were given to me by my grand- my mom who got them from her dad, my grandpa, again, the butterfly grandpa. And... Um, in the morning, I got up in the morning, I wear my earrings, like I sleep in them, I, I don't take them out. And I got up in the morning, 
and I had my earrings in and I went shopping with a friend and we went to the mall and I tried on a million different things and I bought some blouses and I got back home and I looked in the mirror and my earring was gone. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I must have lost it shopping. Like when I was pulling shirts on and off, it probably came mm. off. And then that night I went to bed and I laid down and in the middle of the night I woke up and I was being, my cheek had a poke, was poking my cheek. And I got up, I turned on the light, and in the middle of my pillow was the earring. And I'm telling you that I had those earrings on when I went that day. And they were gone when I came home. And then it just appeared. How old were you when this happened? I'm like 25. Oh, okay. So I was like, what if the tooth fairy got mistaken? <laughs> right. She was she like, I thought diamond. it was a tooth. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I replaced it with a diamond. My bad here. Um, Could have been. Anyway, that's that. That's that. That's all. And I was like, Grandpa. Grandpa did it. So, wow. I mean, who knows? Maybe everybody's yeah. like, maybe you didn't go. Maybe you thought you had your earring on in the morning. Maybe it was on the pillow already. I'm like, ah. But I would have seen it in the middle of my pillow. Right. Mm, yeah. I mean, you know. Before you went to sleep. Yeah, Before you I went felt to sleep. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. A lot of people... A lot of people will say that there's, I mean, there's a lot of words that you could use, spirits, ghosts, but it seems like, I always conclude that ghosts are like a sad thing. It's like someone dies and they're like trapped in a Uh place and they kind of hang out there forever. But then there's like loved ones that pass that seem to be able to have the freedom to come and go and give you signs when they need to and and that sort of a thing, which I believe in. Yeah. So if you believe in that, like the butterfly thing, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Patton uh, doesn't believe in that. Maybe someone died in his life and, you know, signs but, come left and right and he doesn't I, see it I, because he's not, he doesn't feel it at a spiritual level the but, way other people do. But right. what you're saying is, I am too thirsty for it. I'm very <laughs> open to, and I, when I say no paranormal encounters, I've never seen a cryptid, never had a time slip, never um, experienced an oompa, a ghost, anything like that. But you know the names of all these random things that I've never What's heard that of. Oompa? I don't even know what a oompa is. A oompa oompa is an, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen oompa loompas. Um, you are no, an oompa loompa. <laughs> uh, an oompa is an out-of-place artifact where, you, um, for instance, they're, they're do, if someone's doing like a, an archaeological dig and they're at a level where it's like 7,000 years B.C., but then they will find something that looks like a modern battery or like a piece of technology that shouldn't be existing during that time. Like maybe there was time travel or some kind of slipware items have moved through time. Is that a thing? I don't even know about that. Yeah. Doesn't even know about that. Yeah, oh, I yeah, mean, it, I'm I you I'm I'm starting to get more into the weird shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm mainly like a ghost person, right. a little bit of Bigfoot, a little bit of UFO. I don't know that one. Yeah, Oopa. Oopas, O O P A, out of An place Oompa. artifact. Out of uh, something place that, Something that Oompa. shouldn't exist when it in an area that it is found. Wow. See, stuff like that often <laughs> makes me feel like someone got busted, like someone wasn't supposed to be there, they left and their they phone, and up. they're like, it must have been time travel, you yes. know? Well, I, I'm talking about, like, they find an object that was clearly made during that time, but exhibits technology or machine tooling that couldn't have existed at that time. Right. Like, how was this made based on the tools that, like, these are? this is an Iron Age Artifact made during a Stone Age time. So where did they get these tools? Mm. Was it left by someone else? Was it, you know? I want to know what uh, ghost type experiences you've yeah, had what, because, because and, and you say they've all gone away because of your podcast. Now. Well, they have. I recently had one that um, 
that it's it's come back around because well, I've been looking for it. Like oh. what? What yeah, what yeah. would you call a ghost experience? I've had a lot. I've stayed in haunted Airbnbs and had the covers pulled down. Ooh. I yeah, I had oh. I bought a Ouija board from a oh, I did that Goodwill. Once. No Ouija board in our house. Nope. You don't allow it? That's how you invite demons in. I, nope. I, I did buy a Ouija board for Alice and her sleepover friends. And, uh, but that was at another so party, now, not our place. Pat, why do you think that that brings in demons? <laughs> you know what? Again, this is just my silly superstition. It's in the movie The Exorcist. They're playing with a Ouija board, and it's strongly suggested Captain that's how, Howdy. Captain Howdy. That's how Pazuzu gets in. So I'm just like, it's a weird. It's a dimension to a. I don't know. It just feels very uncontrolled and sloppy. Well, for someone who's looking for something to happen, and that's a portal, but I don't want, you should let the portal open. I don't open want. It mal- up. I don't want malign influences. I want. But, but why? See, you only think that because it's in a movie. We talk right. about this all the time that that movie messed up so many people. Yeah. Uh, but it's. I I actually had a Ouijaologist on this show. What? Wow. Yes, she she operates a Ouija board museum and knows everything about it. I've had so many people that work in the field, mm. and they're all like, "It's not. It's just like another way to communicate if you believe that." Just like right. tarot cards and I Ching and yeah, all that like stuff. I, it's very Christian. Uh, you know. Years and years of being like that kind of stuff is evil, oh. you know. <laughs> but it's like it's really not. I don't think. Well, so you you've messed around with a Ouija board like in your house or with other people. No, I won't do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't put it in my house. There's demons. Thank you. What? But people say it's not. No, I have no problem telling people to do it so they can come on my podcast and report back to me. I'm not doing it. What Thank the fuck? You, <laughs> Thank you are so... You. I gotta sleep. You're like yeah. a drug dealer who doesn't <laughs> do their drugs, who just gives other people exactly. drugs. You don't get high in your supply. No, I'm smart like yeah. that. What am I gonna do? There's no show if I'm possessed. Thank you. Can... What? Wait a second. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> possessed? Now, first of all, you uh-huh. have had ghost experience the sheets got pulled down. What else, and why would you think you'd be possessed? And have you ever met anyone who's been possessed? See, that's a really tough one because it's like it's such a fine line with mental illness, and I feel like so many years of people being like that person's possessed. So who really knows? I'm not sure. Yeah, like those Christian people who are like the devil on you. Yeah, right, let me right. let me banish that devil. Come on, let me hit you in the head and banish the devil. Right. It's just somebody having like an issue. Well, that's why, like, Jesus is constantly banishing devils from people in the Bible. No, he's what? Oh, yeah, he is. We are. He remember he. he, I don't uh, read the Bible. I don't know. Remember he sends all those demons out of that guy and puts him in the pigs, and then the pigs run off the cliff and die. I've never heard. I don't know that one. We are legion for we are. I am legion for we are many. Is that actually? No, it's not an upa. (laughs) But what I'm what I wait a second. That's really in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. So much. What what is your name? I am legion for we are many. Isn't that a TV show? I am legion. Well, they use it out of. I am legend. No, no, no. Well, that I am legend, but there's also a show called Legion. Okay. But yes. um, that comes from the Bible. Um, what is okay. your name? Legion, for we are many. Who knew? But anyway, know anything. what Me I'm either. saying is I think that, like you said, it was somebody who was crazy or depressed. And back then, if you were crazy and depressed, they chased you off a cliff and threw rocks at you. Right. And Jesus was the first guy to come along and go, hey, I'll talk to you. I'll listen to you. And it, and it made the person feel better. But because people were so primitive, they're like, he chased demons out of them. No, he uh, was just nice to them. You're, right. Just talk to them and listen to them. That's, that, back then, that was a superpower. Right. Not being an asshole was a superpower in biblical times. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to hear more ghost stuff. Yeah, how young were you when you first started butting up against the spirit world? I feel like 
you guys should have me on your podcast, and I'll tell you all about okay, my stuff. I want to hear about your stuff. Well, yeah, but we don't have stuff. That's well, but <laughs> well, let me. But I want to give you an example okay. of how I don't have stuff. Okay. okay. So I last year I shot a movie that that shot. Oh, this is such a good story. I love this story. This okay. is a frustrating story, but I yes, it's good, but it also drives me crazy. It's so good. Shooting a movie on the Queen Mary, which is supposed to be Was this hell? the Reno 911 movie? Yes. Which I loved. Thank you. At the, this is a great cameo from speaking of RuPaul. That's so funny. Yes. You're hilarious. Wendy is a friend of the show. She's been on here, too. Wendy we McClendon love her. Covey rules. Love her. Absolutely rules. The only reason she doesn't have an Emmy is because she's like, when I'm done working, I'll go home and watch TV with my husband. I'm not going to do an Emmy campaign. Like She does she's not care. She's the most normal She's the person. most normal, talented the most human being talented. you've ever seen. Yeah. God, I it's ridiculous her. how so funny, funny she is. So, we're on the Queen Mary. We're all sitting up. Queen Mary is supposed to be crazy haunted. Oh, it's always on those lists. Yes, the, the most, most haunted, haunted place. Which yeah. I'm always like, uh, who, who decides that, first yeah, of thank all? Thank you, yeah. I want to see every year, it's like, that was the number one. Now we're moving it. This year it's going to be number three. Yeah, moving not it up much, and down. You know, like, maybe not there's not much, much yeah. But it's always be. the most haunted place in California. Right. Well, it was, it's either that or... The Winchester House or the Coronado Hotel? Aren't those the th- three that are or always the, on the Whaley list? House in, the in Whaley. San Diego? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, we're on the we're on the boat. We're setting up a shot. I'm over at Video Village. I'm looking at the monitors. I'm kind of trying to shadow the director. And then they said, Patton, and, and we're just looking at the monitors because the cameras are pointed where they're pointed, and they're framing a shot. The shot is looking up the grand staircase. So then they go, Patton, go over. You're about to about to film your scene. So I walk away from Video Village get in my spot, and then over at Video Village, someone said, whoever is, uh, is there a PA upstairs? There's a shadow. Someone go up there and tell him to move, because Get out of the shot. Get out of the shot. You can see your shadow. Mm -hmm. You can see your shadow. So another PA goes to the top of the stairs and then comes back down and looked a little weird, like, there's no one up there. What did you see in the (laughs) monitor? They're like, I saw someone moving around. And they went, well, there's, it's a closed off hallway. There's no one up there. There's no one up there. And um, so, it, it, but it felt like the minute I walked away from the monitors and I couldn't see anything, that's when the ghost started moving around. Uh, so I'm always adjacent to this shit. So close. But I never experienced it directly. And it drives me crazy. And that's just, it feels like all the spirits on the Queen Mary were like, hey, when this guy comes in, just make sure, <laughs> right. like when he's not looking, we'll do something so that the crew can see. Uh-huh. Don't make, make sure he doesn't get to see anything. Yeah. <gasps> I've been on the Queen Mary. I kind of stayed there one time. I left in the middle and of the night because I wanted to sleep. For the purpose of a ghost tour? Or well, just to go there to sleep? I had some friends that, that got a room in like the, the spookiest room there, mm-hmm. which is like, it comes with a Ouija board and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and they give you tarot cards or whatever. It's, it's all about, this is the most haunted room. Yeah. I, at one point, Not I had to go to Did they have anything happen to them? No, they slept like little babies. I left because I was just like, no, I don't want, I don't, I'm too wait scared. Wait a second. Did you get wait, too wait. into your own head or did you feel something? No, nothing happened. <laughs> A lot of people say that ghosts can just look like us. So, Patton, maybe you've seen many ghosts. You just don't know. That, yeah, I've, I've heard um, that thing where ghosts don't actually look wispy. They can actually be there, but you wouldn't know that you're looking at a yeah. at a ghost, which that to me is um, – uh, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a Spanish film called Terrified that came out last year that really deals with that idea of there's nothing special about what a ghost looks like. You have to know where to look, and there's a – the final scene of that movie is – 
genuinely terrifying. And there doesn't really involve any special. It just involves a guy that that has encountered all these things, and there's these um, two investigators are talking to him in like a room like this, and then they're like, and then they're describing the experience, and they're like, okay, and then he's like, now that third guy, did he come with you? Is he with you? Like he's pointing like against the wall, and there's nothing there, and they kind of look over, and then the like then the chair just lifts up and throws itself. Oh at the shit, camera. that's like, scary. And then the movie ends. Because he knows how to spot someone who actually is a go, and it's, but the whole scene, nothing happens until the chair moves. Until then, they're just, but the scene, the moment where he goes, now that guy there, is he with you? And then they both, it's so creepy. Oh, that's creepy. Ugh. Can I tell you guys about a famous story? Yes, let's well, hear it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. we're going to go into his, are you cool with getting weird? Because this is a let's, weird one. We're oh, weird, can't wait. we're weird, go okay. weird. This one takes place uh, on the Isle of Man. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Um, in 1931, uh, this is, you know, between England and Ireland, uh, mm-hmm. a village called Dalby. And we're at the farmhouse of the Irving family. We're talking about James, Margaret, and their 13-year-old daughter, Vori. Oh, Vori. Oh, God, I can't stand her. Go ahead. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? No, how we were Facebook friends for a while, and she blocked. She's me. an idiot. Keep going. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, this is too much Farmville. She's from the farm. She grew yeah. up on a farm. Okay, so business as usual. They're just living their life, and they start hearing on the walls of their farmhouse scratching, hissing, growls, barking. Now, this is what gets real creepy. They started to hear what sounded like a baby trying to speak. Yeah, I just, no. Okay, I, that, okay, keep going. Okay. Shush, Patton. So okay. they think, you know, naturally it's a wild animal or, I don't know, some a baby trying to burgle them or something. You know how that happens. And so they set up a trap. They didn't catch a, a baby. They didn't catch any kind of animal. And one time the dad actually growled at this sound and it growled back. So then, this creature that they can't see yet starts speaking English. The the daughter is saying nursery rhymes. It's saying it back. It gets to the point where it can sing. It starts singing. It says online, body renditions of Home on the Range. Oh, shit. That's fucking scary. Is is it still a little kid voice, or is this thing getting older as it's learning? Well... It has a high-pitched voice, and it introduces itself once it starts to learn how to talk better. And it says that its name is Jeff, spelled with a G, G G-E-F. Jeff, a talking mongoose that was born in India in 1852, and Jeff is back. Jeff's back. (laughs) Yes. So... In a, in a real interview in 1932 with the Manchester Daily Dispatch, the dad, James, described the creature as, quote, a little animal resembling a stout, a ferret, or a weasel, yellow in color with a body about nine inches long, and a long, bushy tail speckled with black. So all the members of the family could see him, but, like, sometimes they couldn't. Like, he sometimes appeared, but was seems like he was always around. Mm-hmm. They would feed him sausages and bacon. He would sleep in the daughter's room. But it sounds like he was, like, a little sassy because some real quotes this is what allegedly jeff the talking mongoose can everybody hear this guy or just the girl they can yeah the whole whole family the whole family can but the plot will thicken in a second okay so these are some real quotes from jeff the mongoose 
I've been to nicer homes than this. Carpets, piano, satin covers on polished tables. I'm going back there. <laughs> Here's another one. I could kill you, but I won't. Ew. And then another one. Um, one time the dad was reading a newspaper and he heard the voice say, Read it out loud, you fat-headed gnome. <gasps> Yeah. Were they being haunted by Luella Parsons? Like, what? <laughs> who was? Did 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 Truman Capote like travel back in time as yeah. a ghost mongoose? Is, yes. So <laughs> apparently, during the daytime, Jeff the talking mongoose would travel around town and gather town gossip and come back Amazing. and Whoa. report to the family. Like, girl, did you hear? Oh my god, I yeah. love. He would have all the tea. So. He wasn't all bad. He would apparently, if they left a fire in the fireplace, he would turn it out. That's if nice. they overslept, he would wake them up. Uh-huh. He's, I'm just picturing him like, hey, you fat, ugly <laughs> bitch, wake up. <laughs> wake up, you stupid asshole. Um, it's 817. You're going to be late, you pile. Exactly. (laughs) So um, now the daughter would walk around the neighborhood. She'd walk to school and people would see her talking to herself, but they would hear the voice. Ooh. They couldn't see the mongoose, but they could hear the mongoose talking. And we, she wasn't a little ventriloquist psycho girl. Funny you say that because that's what even then and now people think. They think that the girl was being a ventriloquist the whole time, which I say, I don't know, Jeff the talking mongoose, Jeff Dunham. Coincidence? <laughs> oh, look at I that. I think not. Right. But, so, but but the family had to hear the little mongoose dude talking, but did they hear it when the little girl wasn't in the room? Oh. See, that's the thing. From what I read online, the girl is kind of always around. But so things started to get ugly. They they moved the daughter's room uh, bed into the parents' room, and they could hear him banging on the walls, freaking out. He's like, I'm going to follow her wherever she is. So she would have to be a real good ventriloquist to which wow. some of them can i know this sounds like a skill which is funny because she didn't end up pursuing ventriloquism it sounded like yeah. she had a gift but she didn't she didn't apparently so it was suspected that it was a poltergeist because those are usually centered around an adolescent girl and it's a lot of banging and it can be a lot of different things that are mm-hmm. going on so they uh, the ha- the tabloids went crazy for it. There was uh, this is a real headline from the Daily Dispatch: Man Weasel Mystery Grips <laughs> Island. Man Weasel, queerest beast. What'd you call me? Talks mm. to Daily Dispatch reporter. So uh, they had some world-renowned paranormal investigators come in: Harry Price and Harold Dennis. The Harrys. Mm-hmm. They came in. They took a hair sample, and um, they took it to the Zoological Society of London. It came back as a dog hair. Now these oh. people, they had a sheep dog, so right. they also did. The, did the dog sense this thing? Did the dog ever react to? I don't Jeff know the about mongoose? that. Yeah, I didn't find that. But um, they took casts of the teeth and the claws that were allegedly Jeff the mongooses. They came back as definitely not a mongoose. So we don't know what it was. Um, there was, when the paranormal investigators were there, they did encounter this voice saying, who are those people? And they heard things being thrown around. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Eventually things slowed down. The dad died and the mother and daughter moved out in 1945. And an actor named Leslie Graham moved in. He says that he shot and killed it and he took pictures of it. 
And Are there pictures online? There must be, because he says that he took a picture, and but Vori saw it, and she said, no, ma'am, Leslie Graham, that is not, oh. that is not Jeff. So you killed some. You killed Jeff's brother. You killed yeah, an innocent be. ghost mongoose. <laughs> yes, it wasn't the right oh my ghost gosh. mongoose. So they asked him if he was a poltergeist, and he said he's more like a familiar or something like that. They some asked kind of Jeff, yes. "Hey Jeff, what are you?" They would have full-on conversations like, with them. I, I think I'm like a poltergeist. Yeah. Excuse a, me, I'm a familiar. I'm all a right? familiar. I he can't says, believe you gossip. just dropped it. Did you just drop the P word on me? That is so <laughs> offensive. I'm a familiar. Exactly. Oh my, you just dropped a P bomb. I cannot believe this. Yeah. He said, go to the light, Carol Ann, but with hang that on, language. Yeah, exactly. If, if, if he claims he's a familiar, then isn't he implying that the daughter's a witch? Because don't only witches mm. have familiars. What the hell's a familiar? A familiar is a. Do you want me to say No, it? you know. Uh, a, witch know? Or, a witch or a warlock uh, can. Uh, Summon a familiar can appear as a that that's why um, uh, witches often have cats. Uh. The it, it it holds some of their power and also they can share some of the animals' senses. So if you have a cat as a familiar, you have improved hearing and eyesight. If you have an owl or a bat or whatever, you you it's like a weird symbiotic magic relationship with this creature. Dude, you know a lot about this. You stuff. really do. <laughs> what, how, what? Why aren't you? I'm I'm fascinated with it too because it's it clearly is not fascinated with me. Mmm. Is what I'm saying. That. That's the thing. When you have a hoax, you it, I th- I feel like most of the time you got to commit to it. Yeah. Because she even to when she died not that long ago apparently, and really? she always said I, I didn't do it. it. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. So she so. was like it really ha- this really was a thing and this really happened. Apparently, but it was like all over the press. Tons of people witnessed it. Locals. Wow. Yeah. So. I mean, you know how parrots know. can talk? Maybe they taught a little mongoose how to talk. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> that would now, be now, listen, such Patton, a medical miracle. Patton, you have famously played a lot of talking animals. I That's have played true. a lot of talking animals. <laughs> does, is this, does this seem legit from your experience? Um, from my experience, uh, no. I, I, I mean, the, the, the kind of talking animals that you see in movies are animals that conveniently have the voice of 40-year-old comedy writers. Um, You know, that (laughs) this sounds like it had the... the, It feels like this is a bored farm girl who dreamed of this higher life, the the idea of going around town and listening to gossip. And I think she brought that world back and personified it is... In in, in another word, I don't want to psychoanalyze her, but she feels like... I'm this mongoose trapped in the walls of this boring ass barn, and I hate living out here. And I uh, want a cooler life, and that's what she—that's how she was um, uh, personifying it. I think. Got it. It feels like it. I want to see Patton Oswalt is <laughs> Jeff the talking mongoose. Oh well, my God. I've been a talking rat, oh my God. an imaginary donkey, and a um, uh, a dog, and in a couple months on Netflix, I will be. The voice of Matthew the Raven in The Sandman. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if you've read the Sandman comic books. They By are Neil right Gaiman. up your alley. Neil Gaiman. Oh, really? They oh, are I right am. up your alley as far as your interests. Uh, Sandman is the master of dreams. It's where we all go to his realm when we sleep. Yes. And I play his familiar, a raven named Matthew. So that's why you know so much that's about familiars. Why. Actually, I know all about familiars because of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. oh. Nerd. Nerd. S- third level spell, find familiar. <laughs> And you roll a 20-sided dice, and depending on what you roll, that, that's what you get. 
God, that reminds me of Reno 911. I love when you play that character <laughs> on Reno 911. That's one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, okay, wow. here's another thing I want to tell you guys about. Um, haunted dolls on eBay. Oh, boy. This These is a full now, shit out I of me. I believe that. that I, yeah, I don't know if I'll see a ghost, but if I see a freaking doll. or Especially a, a, like an a, antique. An antique doll. Po- mm. yeah. Nope. Now, I very much, my personal belief. Let's hear it. Is that these are all fake? Mm-hmm. Okay. That somebody because what you'll see is people put these dolls on. They make a full profile, you know, in the description <laughs> on eBay. It's like a creative writing course. Like they've got, yeah. and it's always so detailed. It's listen. To, that's fine so, if someone's going to post something on eBay and write bullshit about it. That being said, you get invited to a friend's house. And you're going to stay at her grandmother's house oh, in the God. woods. Nope. And the attic has an old dusty bed. And on mm-hmm. the bed, there's like a pretty frilly little pillow. Mm. And on that pillow is a little old-fashioned doll. Mm. And that doll's wearing like a little white kind of like a christening dress. It's no. like yellowed. And that doll's hair is kind of like been yucky. And its face is like... You. Stop. Did that happen it. to you? No, but that happens. Old, that old kind of dolls thing does, creep Every me out. old doll. That's oh. every old doll you'll find it in your grandmother's attic with a dusty with a dusty little dress. But I think you guys, both of you, you haven't met the right haunted doll. <laughs> I've got one for you. You're like, okay? you're like an American girl salesman. I love it. You're trying to Absolutely. match yourself with a haunted doll. Listen, okay. we have a cafe here if you guys want <laughs> to have a nice lunch. Welcome to the grow. Um, so this one, I, she's not an um, she's not an American girl doll, but I'm sh- she is from America. Uh-huh. Um, she's Unless currently she's going... from Russia and she was brought to America. Oh dear. Mm, Sorry, go on. I anyway. don't know. I actually, you know, I don't, don't know that know. part of her backstory. Okay. But I want to hear these backstories. Yes. Yeah, this yeah. one. This is Jane. She's going for seventy five bucks. Okay. Oh, she's terrified. Yeah, she just no. showed us a picture no. of the doll. She's got. Oh God, that's such a huge no. Yeah, little she's bangs, got... red curly hair, a beautiful but terrifyingly old. Yeah. Uh, blue dress uh, with chiffon. I'm literally and hearing. I'm literally satin. hearing an old like. 30s big band song through a warbly radio as I look at her like <laughs> uh-huh. midnight okay, and the stars and you she definitely take a risk with this dress she's I, a silly prankster it says she is that's why I'm very active you. oh let's hear I it I think you guys might you might actually like this one alright let's hear it because she's not she's not gonna tell you she's gonna murder you okay. um, it says here <laughs> Jane this funny little lady is Jane She doesn't take much of anything too seriously, and she appreciates relaxed environments. She loves my dogs and has been known to braid their shaggy tails from time to time. She likes to play practical jokes on us, too. And honestly, we love them. She's so funny. She loves to make toot noises when we're alone, and it has me wondering if I did it and didn't know. She will also make coughing noises and gag from time to time to get your attention. She likes making noises. She will also, and, and I think this is her favorite, turn off lights when you're working. She locked me out of the house when I've gone to get the mail, but will quickly unlock it and let me in when I call her out on it. She passed away when she was very elderly and never really grew out of it. She even pranked her family with her death many times that they didn't believe that she actually passed for a few days when she actually did. 
She likes to pose her vessel in funny poses for places in different places for you to find. I've moved in with my mother recently, and she doesn't like my dolls. Thankfully, she's given me time to adopt them all instead of expecting me to throw them out. She knows I never could do that, as I see them all as living beings. First off, that was a fabulous read. Thank that was you. a fabulous read. And that, uh, all you. I'm thinking now is like a little low-budge uh, premieres on Shutter horror movie called Doll Lady. And you're this woman that has access to all these evil dolls, but you so oversell it and you're so campy and arch about it that people are like, well, it's clearly not haunted. This will be hilarious. We should get it. And you're basically infecting the world with this army of evil dolls that are doing your bidding. This, this, this is there's, a documentary. Yeah, there's this something... Is not a, this is really happening right now. As, as camp and fun as you tried to make the read, that actually made it scarier. Ooh! Like, you actually have... I have access... To something genuinely malignant, and the only way I can hide it, I better hide it in plain sight by being so over the top that people will go, well, it's clearly not are a you, real haunted doll. Are you considering purchasing this doll off eBay? No, but... You just like reading about them. Yeah, I like reading about them. I don't think that they're real. Right. Right, they're like, just But also, story... I don't want one in my home. Right. <laughs> but I would love to gift you guys. Nope. Nope. Okay. No. no. I, hey, I was just trying to be... Again, no. you know, I don't nice believe, host. as I I've do. often said, I don't believe in ghosts, but I do believe in vibes. <laughs> and boy, does that thing give enough vibes. Yes. Uh, Holy but she's a, she's a prankster. I, I picture Look. her being like... <laughs> she's not. Jackass. <laughs> like, she, she's going to come behind you with clippers and just uh. zip your hair. Like, Yeah, but that's evil. <sighs> I think no. she sounds like fun. I, you know what? I'm sorry, I don't. but uh, doll and prankster don't want them together in the same house. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was worth a shot, guys. <laughs> um, here's one other have, thing I want to do. Have any of your guests ever taken on a haunted doll? You were like, no, they have you're not. like it. You were. Oh my God! You are like um, Sarah McLaughlin, but for haunted dolls. You're trying Instead to get of those them. Dogs. Yeah, so you're they're playing. To get them homes. They're playing the song "Angel," and you're like, "Look at this! Look In at this dear little porcelain face." An she, this this doll has witnessed so many murders. Can't you? Put them in a house where there is no killing, yeah. and there's something really happy. She just wants to play pranks There you go. On you. You're the Sarah McLaughlin of haunted dolls. She might, this one might toot, but it wasn't you. You can blame it on the doll. Oh, that would be good. Oh, God, that's so creepy. I'm thinking either that. I was actually going for more for for-profit rather than oh, that. So okay. I was thinking more like a Lula Row or whatever it's called. I'll start my own. You want a finder's fee. Yes. Okay, so here's another thing that we always do. It's like an adoption agency. You should have your own doll adoption agency. Exactly, yeah. That's how a lot of these people look at it. They're like, you can, we want to home these. Because, you know, they always put on eBay, uh, eBay, like, uh, we have to put this on here. It's like the seller's always like, legally, eBay forbids the sale of intangible objects like spirits, entities, luck, magic, etc. <laughs> Therefore, I am only selling this as a doll. There is no guarantee of paranormal supernatural events. So it's very like, right. yeah. Legally, that's part of the pitch, Legally, though. we're not yeah. allowed to You're say right. this doll is haunted because clearly that's illegal, but... You know, for my opinion, an opinion, you know, this doll is haunted. Yeah. But that's yeah. just an opinion, and it's not a legal fact. Right. Um, you guys want to hear some ghost voices? Yeah. Oh, boy. These, Uh-oh. okay. Yes. Some of these, um, a friend of mine, uh, the actress Paula Pell. Uh, oh, pointed, I love Paula Pell. Yes, pointed me toward a podcast uh, about ghosts. There is an EVP. She goes, in the middle of this episode, they play an EVP, and it What really, is an EVP? Um, Patton, tell it, us. It is a... 
something voice. What is it? Electronic voice phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah. Oh. Where um, uh, William Peter Blatty, who wrote The Exorcist, mm-hmm. uh, very famously experimented with this in the seventies and eighties, where he would leave a tape recorder and hit record and go, I invite any of the spirits in this room to leave your voice on this tape. And then he'd leave the room and then come back later and play the tape. And they'd listen at it at different frequencies and they'd hear voices and stuff. It was just, yeah. So it's basically anytime they capture a ghost. Okay, let's, right. let's hear Speaking. some. Um, it's time for... EVPs. Or EVPs. So here's what I do. I go to my favorite place, the internet, and I look for where people believe they have captured EVPs. We're going to listen to it a couple of times, and I'm going to have you guess what it says or what the ghost hunter believes it says. And then I'll give you some options. So I was trying. I always like to try to get them from people's like hometowns or home states. There's nothing in Malibu. I couldn't find any ghosts in Malibu. But Damn. Virginia, ghosts everywhere. Well, Jesus, uh, Revolutionary War and Civil War were, were stinking with ghosts There's there. a lot of that. Battlefields are nothing but ghosts. Definitely. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know much about the ghosts of this place. But this one, um, it was posted by Enjoy the Silence 169. <laughs> okay. And it is um, at the Major Graham Mansion, which is in Max Meadows, Virginia. Tell me what this ghost is saying. And before, wait, don't answer it until we both like. Uh, obviously, okay, yeah. Okay. okay it so again. it's definitely like a little sentence. Play it a couple times. Any guesses? Uh, no, 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 no. It's, it's like, the, the, it's like, uh, it's like uh, I played it cool, but it's not uh, I played it cool. It could, why wouldn't it be? It could Let's be. Do it again. Oh. It sounds like the house is something, something. Like, I don't want to say like the house is not for you. But it sounds like the house, the house is... is not the, 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 All right, let's hear it. That sounds like something a ghost would say. Let's hear it. The house is not for you. I don't hear not for you as clear as I hear the house. The first well, Let me give you some options. Okay. One of these is what Enjoy the Silence 169 believes it oh. says. Is it A, from now on my name is Megan. No. I don't know what that ghost no. is coming. Uh, what, That's uh, not what's happening. Okay. Is it B, I don't play that tune. Oh, okay. Is it C, I'm not looking at you. Or is it D, Veronica is a name I like, too. This ghost is trying on different names, All right, let's, maybe. let's hear it one more time. What was the second one you said? I don't play that tune. No, it's not. definitely not that one. Play it one more time. You guys are taking this so seriously. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, the prize is Jane the Haunted Doll. No, so. <laughs> I want to get it wrong. I don't get it wrong. Oh, yeah. Um... What does the ghost hunter think this ghost is saying? They believe it's saying, I don't play that tune. I, it sounds like that. That's well, what I, I kind of hear it. It's basically what I said. I played it cool. Is, yeah, what, is yeah, that what, what I said? Yeah, yeah, there was a play in that. Let me hear it again. Yeah, I mean, uh, although I, yeah. this is that thing, though, I've seen this on where um, they'll play one play sound, it. but depending on what you're, they'll, they'll write out 
five different words, and it'll sound like that word if you're looking at that word when they play the sound. Oh, yeah. It's that weird phenomenon, which is amazing. Right. But That's why I like to listen to it kind of cold, and we kind of guess. Yeah, what yeah. Because who really knows what it's there saying? Is a real, there is real emotion to that voice, though. It sounds not frustrated, but like, I'm done here, like, go away. Like, we're done talking. Right. It has that. It sounds ugh, like just... somebody was talking in the other room. And somebody was recording something from someone talking in the other room. It doesn't really sound like okay. a ghost to me. Hmm. I mean, who really knows? It doesn't sound like a ghost to me. I actually have another one. Ooh, oh, good. Um, we always do two here. So this next one was posted by Paul Terry mm-hmm. and is at the St. Albans Sanatorium in oh, Radford, God. Virginia. Okay, right off the fucking bat. Radford, Virginia. Everything down South 81. Radford, uh Black, uh, Blacksburg, uh, New Boston, uh, um, all that whole area is so creepy down in the mountains. I used to do gigs there all the time. Again, never saw anything paranormal, but there is the most creepy fucking vibe. And the fact that it's a sanatorium, I, I assume it's closed down and abandoned in the mountains of Radford? It must be. Radford, Virginia is a very psychotic city. Very psychotic. I've done a lot of one of the few gigs where I was threatened. Someone threatened to beat me up after a show. Oh God! Um, so there's a there's just a there's a there's a ribbon of bad vibes in the air when you're in Radford. I'm just telling you right now. All right, let's hear the next. Oh, one. here we go. Okay, here you we ready go. for us to hear it? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, that was easy. I got that one. What does it say? Honey, you want me to play it one more time before I tell you? Yeah, yeah. What I mean, think? sounds oh, like oh come on, or or oh, or, or um oh come here. It's like definitely oh. an oh something. Oh, come yeah. on, listen, oh. listen, hold on. Yeah, you're right. Oh come on, I think they're saying oh come on. It's like you guys don't hear me. I'm a ghost. Oh come on. Oh come on. Like come on. wait, did you hear? Did you hear a ghost sound out there? And then the ghost is like, oh come on. These people with their equipment, like, it's come like, on. It's like there's a bunch of it's people. It's bad enough like, that I'm stuck in Radford, Virginia. They're, they're like, do you guys hear that? There's a ghost here. They're like, I don't hear a ghost. And then the ghost goes, oh, come on. Well, that's not what they believe it says. Ooh. Oh, come on. What do they think it says? Okay. Is it A, oh, crap. No. Mm. B, poke around. No. C, don't come back, or D, polka rap, which I think is a genre of music that only Al Yankov- Yankovic has gotten into. It's definitely not polka rap. Um, it could be "Don't Come Back." Wait. I hear mocha frap. <laughs> okay, it does sound like mocha frap when you yeah, say that? Yeah, now that you have mocha fraps in my head. But I, I think it sounds. I think it's. Oh come on. I think it's "Don't Come Back." They believe like they back. believe it's don't come back. Let's hear. Oh fuck! Maybe it does. It does also don't sound like back. don't come back. Yeah. Don't come back sounds says. spooky, but oh come on, I think is more fun. But don't come back is too scary. I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that. Oh, again, EVPs are really, really well, eerie and unsettling. Oh fuck! If it says don't come back, that fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah, don't yeah, come yeah. back. It does yeah. sound like that, but if but otherwise, it's more like oh come on, you idiots. I really like oh come on better because that's too scary. 
other I mean, one's too scary. Maybe it was the ghost of the person that tried to beat you up, Patton, May- saying, "Don't <laughs> come back, come back, don't come, don't back, come back to this horrible one nighter that you made twenty five dollars at." <laughs> um, why did somebody try to beat you up? I did the most the tamest stuff ever about religion, and there's a lot of uh, uh, Pentecostal crackers up in the hills, and they were not happy. <laughs> wow, yeah, e- there's there's whole long YouTube collections of EVPs, and if you ever want to not go to sleep at night, I know, uh, listen to some of that shit. Oh, God. I know, I I spend hours trying to find good ones, and there's one of a woman singing a lullaby that I never need to hear again. No. Yeah, li- yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Let's do one last thing, real quick. I'm just gonna like throw out some stuff. Tell me if you believe in it. Tell me if you have an experience. Anything like that. You're gonna okay. be like Annie Potts and Ghostbusters. Sure. Do you believe? Remember that long list she gives to Ernie yes. Hudson. He goes, "Look, if you'll pay me, I'll believe whatever you say." Exactly. As long as it's paycheck. I'm now not. again, <laughs> I will pay you with Jane the doll. God damn it! You will. That's not, all I can give that you. That doll shows up at my fucking house. <laughs> Well, actually, I want to go back to Ouija boards for a second. Okay. Because, Meredith, I want to hear your Matt Damon Ouija board oh, story. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. When Matt, when Matt, well, Matt and I went to college together. And then after college, he moved to LA. And he was staying in this little house on Melrose. And we'd hang out all the time. And one day I brought over uh, a Ouija board. And again, the this particular Ouija board had different symbols on it it wasn't just the typical there were like there was like a butterfly in one corner again mm. with the butterfly in the ground mm. and uh and we did it and it definitely was moving and gosh i'm having a hard time remembering if it was like about my grandpa or there was something about make it up make it <laughs> up <laughs> it was like something happened and we were doing it and uh like River Phoenix had died the year before, mm. and that like meant something well to me because he was a dear dear friend of mine, but mm. to Matt also just because he knew who he was, and uh, I think there was like a little thing about River, you know, something about that that was it was spelling out things, and but then it also had this vi- this little butterfly thing, and it kept going to the butterfly thing for me. Um, and so, yeah, we just did it together. Did you specifically ask to contact someone or you just no. started moving the plant shit around? And no, saw what we happened? were just like, and then of course, just like with my sister, when I was a little girl doing it, I would sit there and going, okay, you promise you're not going to move it. Like, don't move it. Right. <laughs> right. That's like, always the conversation. I love you. I trust you. Let's like really see if this thing for works. Real this like time. for real, mm-hmm. like don't fucking touch it. And so we both like. It was moving. Like, I, we were, he was like my best guy friend at Harvard. We were like brother and sister. It, it didn't, we were like really trying for real to like have it be real. And I think it really did for real move. Ooh. Yeah. And my it, thing with Ouija boards is that, like, when people talk about, when people talk about demons coming in or whatever, I think it is similar to like a lot of things on the internet. Like, chat rooms or like did you ever did you guys ever know about chat roulette oh yeah, yeah. it was that I've kind been of on thing, chat roulette which i think it's that kind of a thing where you're just kind of like who's around right that's sort and it of could be someone amazing exactly. right. or it could be a disembodied penis <laughs> right right you know you never know what you're gonna get yeah i think that right. with the ouija board it's like whoever needs to tell me something let me know right so whoever i'm not asking for anyone Mm-hmm. But whatever comes, I will like 
But it could be something creepy. That's what I mean. You I don't, don't know what you're going to let in. I don't have that. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have creepy energy in my life. So I don't. You don't know that. what's hanging out by the gate when you open it. Yeah, unless somebody's being no, no. creepy stuff wants creepy stuff. It's yeah. We're all looking for community. You know, hmm. a creepy stuff. Creepy. A, a demon sees someone that's acting demon like. They're like, that's who I want to hang out with. They don't want to hang out with you if you're having a good time. No, I'm. Yeah, everything with me is like all pure love and light. And so I'm not going to get some scary thing. No, they don't want that. That doesn't (laughs) sound like fun for them. No, it's not fun for them. Okay, what about um, past lives? Do you believe in that? Do you have you ever (coughs) had any thoughts about your own past lives? I don't. I don't think that I've had. I don't. I don't really think about past lives. I really don't. Past lives to me sound like it sounds like such wish fulfillment uh, of someone who maybe they haven't made their life be what they want it to be yet, but they can always go, but you know, I was a Mongol conqueror right, in an earlier life. Point. And it's like, well, then that energy clearly didn't pass on. I think you live, everyone gets the life they have. I think that there's Your soul finite- is your soul. It might go, you know, although like, you know, I wouldn't say so much as past life, but like the energy like might exist in a flower or it might right. exist in a tree or it might exist just floating around the universe just okay. as nature of some kind. But I don't believe, like, my soul, like, lived a life. Bef- right. I think it's just my soul is my soul. That's just what it is. Uh, you know what, okay. I, know what I, I equate it to? We are living, the universe we live in is a extremely slow motion explosion. That's what we are in. The Big Bang never actually ended. I mean, in a, you could argue that this is all part of the explosion. And when you watch, like, let's say like a burning building and you watch it frame to frame, some of the freeze frames that they'll look like there's a face in the smoke or a piece of wreckage falls off and it looks like, so it, it exists in different states. Right now, the energy from that explosion is temporarily formed into some of it's this table, some of it's you, some of it's me, some of it's Meredith. It will keep changing. This is just how the explosion looks during this nanosecond of its existence. And uh-huh. it will all keep moving and transforming. Um, but I don't think it, it's in terms of like you die, your soul is collected and stuck into another life. It's just the energy just keeps moving in this slow motion explosion. We have temporary formed into this for this moment in time, but we will be a, a lot of different things. That's Trippy. how I feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> um, what about psychics? You guys ever been to a psychic? Yes. What was it like? I will tell you, I did go to a psychic. Her name was Jackie Bell. She lived in the valley. She was like a nice Jewish mom. Totally normal. I went to her house, like a nice normal person's house. Wasn't like spiritual at all. Went into her kitchen. She had a little recording. She's like, you can keep this. And in, okay, two things. For real. No joke. Uh, One of them was, I think she knew I was an actress. I think I said I was. And, uh. She said, oh, you're going to get, you're up for something right now. This sounds very, this sounds vague and it could be anything, but listen, it's not. She said, you're up for something right now, something big. And I said, oh, I, yes, I was, I was, I, I found out that I didn't get it today. And she goes, no, 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 you got it. And I said, no, no, I, I didn't get it. Someone else got it. I didn't get it. And she said, I'm telling you, this part is yours. And I said, okay. You don't seem to understand. They gave it to another actress. I didn't get it. 
I'm telling you this part is yours. I was like, okay, fine, idiot, whatever. In the back of my mind, I'm like, fuck her. She doesn't understand anything. Later in the... Okay, I'll just tell you the end of that story was there was a series called Orleans that shot in New Orleans. It starred Larry Hagman. I played his daughter. The girl who was cast, they went to film it. They fired her after two days, and they uh, called me, and I replaced her. Uh, this is a good mm. story, so, Meredith. Good story. So that one's real. That is a fucking real thing. Wow. She, I was like, I didn't get it, and I didn't. And she goes, yes, you did, and I did. Hmm. Okay, that's crazy. That's good. Same lady, same session. She said, oh, I want you to be very careful. And I said, why? She goes, someone's going to try to take something from you. And I said, what do you mean? She said, I see someone trying to take something from you. She said, just be very careful. Um, And she said, "It, it, it could be violent. It could be scary. And I was like, no, what? Like, what? I don't know. It seems like they're going to take a bag from you or something from you. And I was like, okay. And literally a week later, I was with a boy from London who was in town. We went and had coffee at the Kings Road Cafe. I lived two blocks from there. He and I had just finished coffee, 10 o'clock at night. We were walking back to my apartment. And out of the alley come this one guy comes up to the boy I was with and is like, He's like, hey, man, have a cigarette. And then he's like, give me – he puts a gun in his stomach and says, give me your wallet. Uh. And at the time, I'm watching this whole thing, and I've got my purse on my shoulder. And I'm watching, thinking, do I run? Do I run away? Do I throw my purse? Where? Do, what do I do? And then another one comes out of the alley and goes, give me your fucking purse, uh. and put a gun in my face. And I looked at the guy, and I went, let me just get my keys. And I put, like, my finger up, like, hold on a second, buddy. And I go, I was like, he goes, give me your fucking purse. I go, okay, let me just get my keys. And I bent down and I unzipped my purse and I took out my keys because my apartment is literally right there. And then I took the bag and I gave it to him and I said, go. And then they ran away and they took my purse. And it was scary and it was violent. And that literally happened like I'd never been held up at gunpoint before in my whole life. So, like, what's the benefit of a psychic telling you that? Just like, I don't know. This will happen, and then you'll see that I'm legit. Like, what she do was, you? I don't do know. You... She was like, "Be, be careful." I don't know. Maybe it was a warning. Maybe don't get upset about the job. You're gonna get it. Maybe this is what I see for you. I don't know what's gonna happen, but this is what I see. Do either of you think that if a psychic gives you a prediction, that you can affect what they tell you is going to happen, or what they see is going to happen, no matter what you do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but how crazy is that acting thing? That is a good one. That yeah. is crazy because that is so specific. And if you don't get a part, you don't get a part. Never in the history of time have I ever not gotten something and then been replaced and gotten it. Like that just has never happened to me before. God, that's so that's weird. real. Interesting. I want to call that. I wonder if she's still alive because this she was like 20 her. years ago. I don't know. I gotta call. Yeah. If she's not, she could probably speak through as psychic. We could, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we could that's get her true. Out as a guest. Get a Ouija board. Hey, remember yes. me? Get the Ouija board out. <laughs> I remember her name. Okay, let's just do one more. All Bigfoot. Right. What do you think? Bigfoot. Real. Listen, there are different creatures that look like different things <laughs> that you see. For example, have you ever seen a hairless bear? It's fucking terrifying. I can't say I ever have. Oh, look up mm. albino bear or something like that. And they look like these chupacabra creatures that are so terrifying, you just don't know what they are. But a hairless bear wouldn't look like a Bigfoot, though. I'm not saying oh. a hairless bear looks like Bigfoot. Uh-huh. I'm saying if you saw a hairless bear, you wouldn't realize that's a bear, right? right? And so what I'm saying is 
a Bigfoot, I think like there's that one fucking picture. Right? I don't think there's tons of pictures of Bigfoot. Oh, no, there's a there's bunch. There's a lot of people that yeah. claim they have, but there's the famous there's one. There's the famous one. And but, what but that I'm one, saying is. But that one's maybe, been, maybe, been debunked. Well, some say no. The, the, the Patterson Gimlin film, the yeah. guy that shot it, said that, oh, no, we did that as a prank. And the right. rumor is, the big urban legend is, it was shot by a then 18 year old John Landis. Oh, come on. And that on. Rick Baker made Ooh. the costume. That's not what? That's the rumor. We're friends with them. We can call and ask. Yeah, but Rick, that's. Wait, you guys know Rick Baker? Yes, oh, yeah. and John Ask Landis. Yes. Rick Baker. Well, but, but he might never. But that that was the big urban myth. Oh, it was Lennon. Like they did. Like they were hired by the person that wanted to do it, and they shot it. What I'm saying is, you might see something in the forest that is a thing, just like a hairless bear is a bear. Right. You might see something that looks like something you've never seen before, but maybe it's like. You know, just like some men are extra hairy than other men. Uh-huh. Maybe some. Uh, it's just like an abnormality. Or, maybe it's yeah. just like a creature that is just more strangely looking than other creatures, but it's actually a regular creature. Hmm. Huh. I don't. What think do you think of cryptids, Bigfoot, all that stuff? I don't know. I talk about it constantly, and I feel like I'm. If it existed, we'd see it. I think it's more of a ghost, if anything. I say this giving a ben- the benefit of the doubt oh. to all these people that have these TV shows looking for Bigfoot for eight years and they've never seen <laughs> Bigfoot, but yeah. they still get renewed every year. Yep. The, I, I'm like, listen, I'm on your side. But a lot of those people don't believe that it's a ghost. They think it is a real creature. And it might be a real creature, but it might just, I mean. Who- the ghost of one of our forebears on the evolutionary scale is a really <laughs> interesting take. I never thought of it that way. Well, because I'm always like, why can't they catch it? You right. can catch anything. Like you, yeah. I mean, and also with the exist. amount of deforestation that's going on these days. Yes. How, what? Where is it left for these things to hide? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we've got like seven coyotes on the street last night. Satellite tracking, there, everything. Uh, yeah, you know, it's crazy. The, it doesn't exist. Come on, it's ridiculous. It, it was a thing <sighs> that somebody saw that looked just like the Loch Ness monster. Is like perhaps a thing that maybe it was two things in the ocean at the same time. Maybe it was two dolphins. It wasn't dolphins, clearly, because it's not an ocean. But my point is two creatures of eel-like look that were at the same time that the photograph was taken. It looks like it's one creature. Like, come on. these. Yeah. It's not. I don't know. Because also it's like. But remnant if dinosaur. We, if we figure out like, oh, we captured a Bigfoot. Now it's just like some. Okay, it's like a rare animal. Like, yeah, great. There's like, that's so many not rare spooky animals. and fun anymore. <laughs> no, there's a billion rare things we've never seen. Look at the ocean. It's insane. I constantly see, like, you know, a fish with human teeth was just found yes, I or saw whatever. That thing. Or it's like, there's always like random. Like, I get these weird, like, targeted things yes. that'll be like, look at this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It'll be like, this centipede kind of looks like Gary Busey. Or like, what? <laughs> So it's like you know, the, it's just an abnormal. I just I don't know how many new animal discoveries are going to happen on the surface. I think that'll happen the more we map the ocean. We've only ever mapped five percent of the entire oceans. God knows what's down there. Oh, it's terrifying. And the stuff, and that's one of my big fears. My big recurring nightmare images is being super, super deep down in the water. There's just enough light, and then something massive comes out of the darkness at you that's aware of you. And covers and it's the light. And I'm like, that's it? Nope. So when I see, like, there's a there's a, a woman that I follow on uh, Instagram named Ocean Ramsey, and I follow her out of this sick fascination because she swims with sharks, and she's no. about preserving these things, and they're massive, and she swim, and there's footage of them coming out of the gloom at her, and I'm like, nope. 
Absolutely not. Hell no. I don't go in the ocean. That's like, <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah. It's all about sharks for me. Mm-hmm. You guys, this is it. You are so adorable. Is, I love yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. Oh guys. my god, I've I discovered you, you now. Got to start listening to this podcast. I want to go down the rabbit holes you've gone down. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. And do you have any like trips planned uh, to visit? Any? I have a friend that gives a ghost tour of a mansion down in Irvine. Really? I'll, I'll, That's not far. Yeah, I'll I'll get you the info. But do you take? Do you have excursions planned where you're going to visit anything? I don't have any planned, but I need to. Yeah. You don't want to. You already don't want to. (laughs) I don't know. I'm conflicted. You know, I have to have the content. We've been doing this podcast for over three years. I got (gasps) to have stuff to talk about. Yeah. You got to start traveling. So then maybe you need to go sleep. Do a live show. You need to sleep on the Queen Mary. You need to do the Ouija board in the Queen Mary. Or find a famously haunted theater and do a live show. I have. Oh, you have? At what theater? Well, it's a place in Los Feliz called Casita del Campo, the Mexican that, restaurant. The pink place. Yes. Wait, that's it's my favorite place in the world. That's haunted. It's, it's uh, Bud Court's favorite place. That's his. Uh, really? Bud Court lives in Los Feliz, and he loves Casita del Campo. It's the best, and the basement has like a little theater, and it's where a lot of like drag queens and queer entertainers do shows, and um, like we do like drag queen Golden Girls and like stuff like that happens <laughs> down there. It's so fun. But a lot of people report that it's haunted. And so Mm. I've done multiple live shows down there. Nothing's happened, really. But I don't know. These ghosts don't want to be on my show. Now the word's out. Because you're being being aggressive. Here's what you You do. You want them. You want them too much. You have to play hard to get. Think of another, (laughs) literally think of another persona. Keep doing this podcast. But do like a sports talk show. And you just do sports talk, but you do it in these haunted places. They're like, right. oh, who gives a shit? And then they'll start visiting all the time. Right, I should get a disguise. <laughs> trick them, trick them. Yeah. Trick them. Like trick a little em. mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on a little baseball cap. Call it, it Let's Go Mets. Yeah. And you just talk about the Mets, and, and then, then suddenly the ghosts are, well, hang out here. Yeah, these ghosts are going to be like, what is this show? This person doesn't knows nothing about baseball, basketball, what sport it's is this? It's a ruse, this? it's a ruse. Yeah, I know. Or or what I need, I need to hire a psychic as a book. That can yeah. like book me some ghosts. Find you. Oh, oh book you some ghosts. That yeah. would be great. Yeah. You need to find a ghost booker. I'm trying. Instead you of a ghost, a, buck, uh, ghost buster, a ghost, ghost booker. booker. Oh my God, you guys. New show. Shout you out your podcast. The name of our podcast is Did You Get My Text? And we, uh, we send each other spiritual messages over a Ouija board. <laughs> We just we text each other. We live together. We're married, but like a lot of married people and a lot of couples, even if you live together, you just text half the day. And so we go back through our text, decipher things, follow up on stuff. We're always sending each other weird articles, weird pictures. Oh my god, look at this! So just yeah, like, like yeah. I'll get texts all day long. I don't talk to him all day, like <laughs> ever. I don't really ever talk to him. But every now and then, we'll text each other and we'll put like a thumbs up on it or a heart on it, and then. Um, uh, the podcast gives us an opportunity to sit down and go, okay, rem- you got my text about that thing? Let's talk about that. Yeah. And we actually get to talk about it because, you know, it's not just, oh, that's interesting. Thanks for sharing me by myself. I got to discover this on my own. Yeah. Like, let's have a conversation about it. That's so sweet. Boom. Yeah. And you guys have good guests now. And, and yeah. I just saw Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben Stiller. Ben was fascinating. Yeah. Um, had really cool guests on. Thank you so much to Patton and Meredith. I had a great time. Oh, hey, you know, comedy fans, I am going to be reviving my show I used to do with Sam Pancake. 
here in L.A. at my favorite place, the Cavern Club Theater at Casita del Campo. We're doing that on June 9th. You can get tickets in my Instagram bio description. Also check out patreon.com slash rosdresfales. I guess I'm keeping that as that. I don't know. Uh, There's a description. There's a link in the description. And that has a new episode this week of me talking about paranormal stuff. And I'm on Instagram at Roz Hernandez and TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. Please rate the show five stars and only five stars. Leave a ghost story in there. Send me a ghost story at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. And I can't wait to laugh and talk and spook with you next week. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Bands Avenue, a podcast network.